something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to be my friend, you better go and get a pen. Yeah, Maybe we can keep in touch. touch. I'll do it. Like they did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. And I wish you well. Crush that. Oh, sign your burn You look like a different person entirely when you make your jaw have that shape. Oh. Did you know? No. True. I can't see me. Yeah, but maybe make faces in the mirror like I did when I was a little kid. Okay. What did you do? Just try to see what kind of faces I could make like Jim Carrey. Early on. Early education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd be like... Did you laugh? <laughs> Were you like, I'm good at this? I was so good at it. Did you ever get caught and people were like, Dana, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like... What's wrong with you? Gelling my hair. You look you over. Gel? You look over, and the doors just open. Your mom's like, "What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Where's my drink? Where's my drink? What the fuck is wrong with you? And it was never alcohol. No, you're like, here, it's just the glass of water. Mm-hmm. Give me that water. Yeah, I, I love hydration. Yeah, no. Scared. What the fuck's me. wrong with you? She scared me in all the neighborhoods. And as soon as she walked off, you were like, <laughs> you like tried to take the to mask. My... <laughs> that is so fun to picture. You didn't, were you gel, gel or mousse? You know, I think I, I, in like seventh grade, I think I got a little, uh, mousse. I think it was mousse. I don't I think, think I ever, I don't think I did gel. And then way too much. And I mean, concrete. Yes. Everything like concrete. Yes. I have some pictures of like school, like spiky in the front. I have a class photo, white turtleneck, sort of a Christmas sweater, but wasn't. And like, like, beautifully moosed concrete hair for my youthful little face. Yeah, me too. I have a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, if you're part of the Friday Watch Crew, we're matching because uh, one of uh, our pen pal, your pen pal too, Corey Ritchie. That's right. Part of this little band. LCD uh, Sound System. They are, new, they are newer and they are on the come up. <laughs> yeah. Such an amazing 
We will see them live together at some point. Yeah. And that's when I want to do Molly. And I know we talked about this, but I'm just reiterating. All right. It was Um, such a great show. Present Company. Yeah. Uh, Remember? Because you didn't really see Nation of Language. You got there late or something. I didn't know about that. Some would say it's the duty of one's friend to influence them towards good things. Yeah. And you failed. I did. I so said Daniel Nation of Languages opened that show. You need to make that face in the mirror back I, at you. I said Daniel Nation of Languages opening that show, and you said, I don't fucking care. I didn't say And that. you wrote, lose this number. And I was like, Daniel, that isn't, what are you saying? I said, don't fucking care. And, and I was like, I don't fucking Daniel, care. You're, you're drunk again. And you're like, I like it. <laughs> we'll go to a show together. <clears throat> Fine. It was so nice of them to send us this. Corey this is amazing. This. I know. You love yours? I love it. What does this mean down here? Um, where? That's Something. where, isn't that, wasn't that the name of the show? I don't remember. Death from New York? Death from Above. Death from Above, New York City. Yeah, music, music people. people. Yeah, okay. I don't know. All right, you want to do this? Oh, do it? let's do this because I have something to show you. Well, we'll do a break and then we'll, we'll come right back. Okay, okay. folks, exactly hey, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Leave that in. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery, but that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily, as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian Mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey! 
this first guys you have to go to the letters where this is a letter oh, we didn't say it we just said we're back oh gosh put it back yeah. back to one first two <laughs> cannot even believe that we've been doing this for fuck six years <laughs> oh yeah is that how we do it <laughs> i can't <Ready>? remember <laughs> let's go to the letters Do we na- do we na- name this? Not announce it? No, on the page. Okay. They deserve to know first. So if you want to know the name of this, you better go to the Patreon. Jerks. Mm-hmm. Fucking jerks. I've made a little note that said we have to show this. All right. I've never we've never shown this. We've shown this. <laughs> Let's go to the letters. Okay. Which one do you want to do? No, that one's later. That's later. Put that there. Me or you? God, we're banging things today. That's not the way. What are you, the opposite Ooh, of the Mandalorian? This is stationary. That's pretty. Mm, that's yeah. artwork. Stationary. Well, because you're not moving it. Dear Pinniest Pals. Is it a three-parter? Yeah. Wow. This is a lengthy one. Okay. Just another note. Guys, um, it's hard to read them. This long. I'm going to try to fly through it so we can get it all in. Okay. I am writing this letter to give to Roy at his show on November 7th. That would be so annoying. On November 7th at UCB in LA. This is an important note uh, as this is a bit of a time sensitive question. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, we fucked that up. Well, or maybe not. Maybe we're, going, maybe we're coming back around. Though I know due to when is what and all that, it may not be uh, read in time, which is also perfectly fine as I assume this will be in an ongoing sort of issue for me. My birthday is coming up on the 29th of November, the big 3-0 birthday to be exact. Okay. For a while now, I have hated my birthday and avoid even thinking about the subject. If I can manage it due to a uh, some, something traumatic experience, quite traumatic experience okay. that happened to me on that day a few years ago. Feel free to skip or edit this Next part of the letter, if it is not podcast appropriate or if you need to give trigger warnings, now would be the time. So, trigger warning. A, a trigger warning for something tragic happening. I would assume it's going to be a death. Would anyone else like to guess? No, I don't want to guess. Here we go. I bet it's that. Okay. For, you know, we, we trigger warned that too for <laughs> you. Trigger warning. Yeah. On the night of my birthday, during the already horrid year of 2020, my then-girlfriend and I found and were unable to save a friend of ours who had hung themselves. Okay. So, Understa- yeah. so death, you're right. Yeah. Understandably, I think this has kind of forever um, marred the date of my birthday and made me not really want to celebrate anything on that particular day moving forward. I have gone and continue to go to therapy and everything in an attempt to move past this trauma, but I'm still haunted by it, making the entire month of November and specifically the date in question a pretty hard time for me mentally and emotionally. My friends have been extraordinarily helpful through all of this, even Mm -hmm. going so far as to throw me a surprise birthday party one year on a completely different date a month prior so we could celebrate without the... um, uh, 
cloud, dark cloud hanging without over. that night hanging over us, which was lovely, and I am very thankful to them. However, the actual day of the 29th is still pretty irrevocably my birthday, and I am stuck with it for the rest of my life. So my question is this: How do I take back my birthday and make it my own once again? I want to honor the dead and everything. But at the same time, it is my birthday, and I'm the one who has to live with it. I feel if I am uh, ever to reclaim this day, uh, if such a feat is possible, uh, then it has to be on a big landmark year like this, one wherein I leave the land of 20-somethings and move into what may or may not be an era of more serious capital-A adulthood. This year feels like my chance for a ridiculous last hurrah, of youth and maybe the best opportunity to really feel like my birthday is my own again. Any and all ideas or suggestions you have on this subject would be extremely helpful. Sincerely, your pal Pat. P.S. I couldn't figure out how to uh, get this to Rory after the show, so I'm mailing it. Here's to hoping you read it soon. Um, you mind if I dive in a little bit here? Not at all. Number one, Daniel and I are very different about... Uh, receiving letters and our interactions after our shows if you want to bring daniel a letter he is more social and more open to that i believe after shows is at a merch table yeah i am more apprehensive i somewhat hide in the green room after shows uh i like to um decompress not Mm -hmm. all the time but i like to decompress and i wait about 10 minutes and then I usually come out in case anyone is out there who maybe does want to pass off a letter or get a picture or all the things that uh, that happen. Um, so I will say if you ever bring a letter, there is a chance I may not get it. Sure. But there is a chance you could pass it off to my tour manager or another comic who was on the show or wait 10 minutes as I may be coming out. In this case, local shows. I'm usually in my car and heading back home, even at my own specific shows at like a lesion or something. So just putting that out there just so people know it. I I like to state it because I don't like people being like, oh, I thought I would pass this letter off specifically to him. I would just say it can and cannot happen. I get very, I get a lot of social anxiety after uh, shows because of what's just happened. And also I think I have a little social anxiety in general. Mm -hmm. I think you're a little bit better about it, which Mm -hmm. is why I say Daniel is a little bit, better to more likely you're gonna pass that letter right to daniel and sure. he's gonna talk to you and get pictures and he'll even venmo you money um he what? does that he's a good guy Seven if he doesn't do it rarely. he's a bad guy <laughs> um i like this as a sort of a sad thing but a, a positive idea there's sad there's of positive like, how do there's I... no way around the sadness there's no way around an event that occurred on your birthday i understand it to sidestep that slightly I do want you to know uh, from two people who are 43 that being 30 is still 20. And don't change that for yourself. Some would say 43 is. You're an adult. So we are 43 years old. We're idiots. So be it. Whatever. Whatever that even means. So I would say, yes, 30 is a landmark uh, birthday for sure in the sense that you have notched off decades of things but uh as opposed to saying um in my shortest answer to this uh very real trauma and very real therapy that has to occur in your way of perceiving your life and going well november 29th is when i have my birthday and on this particular year in the year 2023 i turned 30 years old on november 29th something to honor your friend and the rest of your life is to stop perceiving 
that November 29th, the date of your birth, is actually any different from any other day Agreed. ever. Take great gratitude and great uh, pride and satisfaction in the fact that you do get a choice every single day with how you're going to live your life, what you're going to do for yourself in a healthy way that will make you feel a certain way, what energy you're going to surround yourself with, what energy you're going to put out into the world, how you're going to try to affect other people. All of these things are the energies and karmas that you put out in the world that will come back to you. Try to stop. And I'm, what I'm telling you is the same thing I know Daniel and I would tell our 30-year-old selves because we were just like you going into our 30s, as most people are. But what a crazy number. It does feel like shit just got real at 30. Mm-hmm. Um that just it just that's just how it is. I would say going into it, three years now past this tragic event, um try to try to stop seeing your birthday as that one special day and try to start seeing it as every what can I what can every day, how grateful can I be for every day and how I feel and how can I, you know what can I do? How can I be better every single day? Not like, that these things are easy. It's a like massive a undertaking. A through line in there of supposed to ism of like, well, <clears throat> it's sort of my last big birthday because after 30, you're not really supposed to do that. Or I feel really sad on my birthday because my friend died on that day. So I'm kind of supposed to be sad about it. Right. Sure. And it's like, Hey, uh, I get where that logic comes from. And I think that there are times when it also can like be a guide towards sort of how to like contort yourself or comport yourself. But you, you should also do what you feel. If you're 37 and want to have a big fucking birthday bash. Yeah. You don't say to yourself, but I can't because you're not supposed to. Yeah. Forget that. Yes. And then if you go, man, it's my birthday, and, and I'm 34, and I feel really happy today. Don't go, but I'm not supposed to be Yeah, because my friend died on this day. Yes. And, and the thing is, too, is like we were recently talking in a page that aired or is about to air about um, the movie uh, Society of Snow or Alive, the, the people who resorted to cannibalism to survive in the Andes Mountains, I believe. Um they told each other, like, hey, when I die, like, eat me. Like, yeah. Stay alive. Yeah. I don't want you thinking, like, we can't because they wouldn't have wanted it. Right? Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to assume that although your friend struggled with their own personal uh, mental health or emotional or whatever issues, it's not for me to figure out what they are or even cast on them. But whatever they were, that I, I also assume that they loved you. And I don't think they would want you living yeah. under a gray cloud every right. November 29th. Like, I think they'd be like, yeah, well, I feel worse. But even to your point, like, however, whatever that, that friend's space that they were in and the choices that they, they made and the, uh, a very big one that they made, it doesn't define you. And it doesn't define how you're supposed to feel and what it's supposed to do for you. Yes, it's hard to go, oh, yeah, this was the day on that date that this happened and that changed everything. Yes, 
Yes, sure. And 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 quite frankly, and you know, we hype therapy all the time. It's great. Yeah, it's but great that you're in it. There isn't something that you can necessarily do about that. It is a, an right. event that occurred on that day, and that's just the deal. That is just the deal. You can't do anything about it. Now, is it changed your perception of that day? Quite obviously. That's why you wrote this letter. But you are the one that is in charge of your own perception. You are the one who has to take the reins, do the work, and it sounds like you are, do the work of figuring out, like, I don't think it's necessarily reclaiming a day because I think it villainizes, and I'm not saying I'm putting this on you, but it, in a story setting, it villainizes your friend as though they stole that day from how it should feel. And I know Which that you I, don't want to feel that way either. I don't they, think you want to portray that onto your friend I hope either. Is what they even, uh, that's yeah. even part of the equation. Sure. sure. I'm just saying, like, no, I'm it, saying what it creates saying. The, that yeah. equation. And you go, and, and I know that's not what, how you're feeling. So I, I think I personally, and I don't know jack shit about dick, but I would say try to eliminate um, uh, in your mind this, this feeling of what that day is supposed to feel like. Even in terms of nothing having happened tragic, like it's it truly is a day. This was the date that you were born in this space, but we're moving. Yeah, how do you we're so, moving. How on do you want to celebrate that, or how do you want to start yeah. the next year of it? Yeah, That's kind of all it is. Like you could say, like I suppose I could lend myself to the idea of like, okay, that is a memory of something that happened on your birthday. Yeah, so. In future, just create a whole bunch of more birthday memories. That will have been one, and you will have a whole bunch more, and yes. it will mean an amalgamation of all of those things to you. Yes. But, but carrying in this bucket their death with you on every one of your birthdays is like you gotta let you have to eventually put it down. Yeah. But like but, if I if I if my grandpa found out that that. On the same day every year, I decided to have a super solemn, no matter what my energy was, just feeling sad because he died when I was super young and that was, he was supposed to be the best guy I got and I got robbed of it. If I was doing that decades later, I, not to go back to the same point, but I, he would be like, the fuck are you doing? Sure, yeah, yeah. Because that's what the you would do. What the fuck are you doing? You would say that. You would pass that Don't on. Don't do this for this. Yeah. Maybe the first one. Yeah. Maybe the second. But I also mean this in terms of, um, in how you feel about it, you know, you can also turn these things into a positive. You know, that can be a day that my friend passed away on this date so I want to look and it's it my birthday. So actually on that day, I am celebrating two people. Um, it's sure. it's what you decide to do with it, which is what sure. I mean. You're in charge of your perception. I think, you know, time usually runs its course and, and it usually can help with emotions and feeling sad, uh, just naturally. But, you know, I, I, I don't think, I, I think the best thing to do is to not put this pressure on yourself to Daniel's point of how things are supposed to be or how you're supposed to feel about them. I think, I, I think realistically, the only reason that you even think the date that you are told is November 29th of whatever year is because we have decided to label mm -hmm. all of these days with these identifiers so that we can all communicate more accurately what we perceive time to be. Realistically, the, the, we're just on a linear, <laughs> we're just moving in a linear space. And this day today that we're recording 
and you're listening to this, which is, uh, you know, in your world is a Wednesday, it doesn't mean anything. It's not Wednesday. It's just another fucking day where we, the sun is up and the sun is not even up. Sure. We rotated (laughs) and we can just see it. It's not even technically a day. We're just spinning, but we need to define what is the nighttime? What is the daytime? Oh, it's this and it's this. When, and it's just so that we can all, all of us can somewhat agree on certain structures of what we believe reality is. And so when you back up that far, and yeah, it's a little too far, but when you back up that far, far and off, you look buddy. at it, you just go, you, you then land in a place of going, as opposed to trying to figure out how things are supposed to be or what the right and wrong is, you age into a space like 30 years old and even beyond you'll realize this, you just start to say the phrase, that's life, and it starts to make sense to you. That's life. Frank the Sinatra fact that there song. is not an answer and the fact that it's just sheer chaos all of the time. And mm-hmm. the lows get lower, the highs can get higher, but ultimately, all of that is based on your own choices and and your own perceptions and how what energy you decide to put out into the world. Is is it incredibly tragic and sad? Yes. Will you always miss that person and have that and be reminded of it on a day that you're born? Yes. But how you decide to perceive that, there's nothing that there's no advice we can give. And I would say there's probably not a lot. A therapist can actually say, this is the correct mental space to get in to make that go away. doesn't exist. It's up to you to just perceive it uh, differently. But it's not easy uh, at all. But it's it's up to you. But don't allow yourself to feel something about a day because a calendar, Gregorian, yes, of course. has um, told you what a day is, right. you know? Uh, it, it, you know, this is, you're listening to this, uh, February 14th. Is that right? Is today Valentine's Day? Yeah. We don't, the reason we don't don't know it's Valentine's Day, Day. (laughs) the reason we don't know it's Valentine's Day is because we are recording this on January. What is today? January 18th, 2022. Today is January 19th, 2022. (laughs) Could you imagine? We're that in the can. Uh, and he's like, wait, I haven't sent the letter yet. <laughs> yes, you have, dude. Yes, you have, because when is what? But, it, it, but we, it, we, we record these episodes and then put them out on a Wednesday. But when Valentine's Day gets here, the reason why some people go, fuck Valentine's Day, it isn't necessarily because maybe they're mad about their relationship that does or doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's because... Fucking the fact that everyone decides that this date that was chosen is, is the date today. It's a a supposed, supposed to. to be hearts and chocolates and love and romantic stuff. Well, so then what happens on the 15th? We all go back to fucking saying fuck you to each other? Mm-hmm. Or do you think life is a little bit better if we switched it and we said, actually, February 14th is the only day you're supposed to say fuck you. One of my favorite the jokes. other days you're supposed to love everybody all the fucking time yes. and be romantic and sweet and sure. caring and, and chivalrous. Right. Why not look at it that way? So that, I mean, that's maybe a good example of what I'm trying to say. It's just a perception. I agree. Anyways, that's if we ever got rid of this this stationary is dope as (laughs) if we got rid of this weird ass calendar, you wouldn't even know 
what you wouldn't know when is what. Yeah. And, and you it, just and experience every day yeah. as it happened. And there might be days you remembered your friend, and that was the day you did that. You don't know if it's a Tuesday. Yeah. You don't know if it's the 11th day of the month. You don't even know what month it is. Yeah. That was just the day you felt that yeah. day. So, Honor your friend. And and uh, I hope that's go, the best you can do. Yeah, and 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 I really like what Rory said too about like feeling like they took that from you. Like, and I'm glad you're going to therapy. And I, for anybody who isn't out there, that sort of mentality can sometimes be part of a grieving process where you would go, "Well, I got to reclaim it." And be like, that could maybe be interpreted as, "Are you anger? Do you have anger at your friend that they took it from you?" And so that's a really great another reason to go to therapy to be like, "Oh, I was just angry." And so I felt this, you know, resentment towards them. That now not I to say, and, and I'm not just saying to be clear, we're that, not saying that is the case. No, that just but can be. Yeah, to yeah, like, that's course, another way to evaluate. Well, why am I still feeling? What do I think right. I'm supposed to? Whatever. Right, right, so, right, right. I really liked a lot what you said, Roar. You're a good pen pal. Thank you so much. You got it, buddy. Um, <laughs> Pat, we wish you well. <laughs> Your pen pals, Roy Scoville, and little. <laughs> Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery, but that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And 
time for the announcements. <laughs> um, Little... Everybody, today is Valentine's Day. I'm not going to lie. Shrugs. Daniel I and this room didn't really think too much about it until we just read that letter. Um, so happy Valentine's Day, I guess. Um, yeah, I, Sure. Sure. Daniel and I are anti-corporate, so it was a day invented by Hallmark, so we don't give a fuck, dude. Right, dude. Um, we, anyways. Uh, you just, it, it, I don't know. If it allowed you to remind yourself to tell someone you haven't told yeah, them that you love them. Love, love them. Reach out to someone. But don't. Reach out to a high school you know, flame and uh, see how they're doing, and, uh, and if that restraining order still matters. I love you, too. I didn't like their new stuff. Yeah, I had a problem with it. Okay. I do like the hits, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> wait, I I feel like a dick because I think you said YouTube, right? <laughs> I d- it was YouTube. I love YouTube. <laughs> like I'm not completely impromptu. We're like, okay, turn her mic off. Um, but Why isn't uh, that a greeting card? On the front it says, I love YouTube. And on the inside it says, so what? There's a typo. Nobody's perfect, but I love you anyway. Yeah. But I love you too anyway. I meant you too. And that's like, it's never them. Um, But uh, yeah, I I don't have any dates coming up, but my special (laughs) drops (laughs) on February 22nd, folks, on Max. So uh, check that out. I think by now we've probably aired a specific trailer many times. RoyScoville.com if you want to buy some of my art. There's a tab in the top right corner. That you click it, and it'll say art. Nice. And it cannot get any easier. Here's than something that. I should have been doing for a while. Okay. <laughs> Heroin. Yes. <laughs> Go to danielvankirk.com to okay. see where and when I'm going to be places. In a couple of weeks, I'm in D.C. I've got uh, Green Lake, Wisconsin in May. My special, Rose Gold, will drop on April 17th. That will... Uh, will we, might, we might do something more like... I. Go live on YouTube and hang in the comments with people like as you guys watch it. Um, I don't know at what point, because we don't have the final edit yet, um, how much I sweat in it. But uh, I realized later on that the medication I was on, after Lissa having to hear me for weeks while I was on tour, go, I cannot stop sweating on stage. Yeah. To a point that is like... Uh, Concerning. Yeah, like, does he think he's going to jail after this yeah, show? Yeah, like, yeah. this is his yeah. one last hurrah. So I don't know, because we got great jokes in it. It looks weird. But that's the that's the show we filmed that night, and I'm very proud of it. I yeah. hope that you love it. Here's the other thing. I got a brand new website, danielvankirk.com. Same name, new game. Wow. Green Ivy Creative made it for me, and we have a new merch shop on there. So if you go to danielvankirk.com, you can get some of my stuff, but then we have our pen pals up on there too. Get on it. I know. And Rory and I are so good at this. I have completely forgot to even tell him. <laughs> so we have a new place where we can go and get that stuff and get it sent out. Go get that stuff. I know. Why what not? is it? What is it? The, I wish you well hoodie. Is that still available? It is. Go- it is now. I actually need to get another one. Well, you finally can again. I threw mine into a fire. You did? Yeah. Fucking badass. It was a dare. It was for dare. Oh. You know how they say don't do drugs? Yeah, dare to keep it. They're like, look at this guy. Don't. And then I threw my hoodie into a fire, and they're like, see? (laughs) Cool. (laughs) (laughs) DanielVanKirk.com. 
Also, I don't know if it's out yet, but a big thing might have already happened. Like, cool for me. People who like me. Wine Club on... Uh, yeah, watch Wine Club. It's on Valentine's movies.com. Day. Watch a little com- rom-com tonight. Rom-com. Movies.com. Probably is there. If my name's not first, I It's not going to be. I can tell you right now. Stationary? Yes. There's an address at the top. I love that paper. Center for Dairy Research. Pals. I'll take it. I hope this letter finds you well. It does. If all goes according to plan. Okay, I'm already nervous. You have 30 (laughs) seconds. What? If all goes according to plan, I should be handing this letter plus cheese and curds to Daniel tonight in Milwaukee. Hold on. Did that happen? Mm -hmm. Uh, That's how you have the letter. I don't know. Sometimes they mail it as we find out. Previously. Did you eat the curds? They're so good. Curds are good. I want to start by thanking you both for the laughter you both have brought me. Well, you're welcome. We work very hard at it. I discovered you from Doug Loves Movies and have been a townie since its name changed. Oh, well, by the there time it is. you read it's pals. It said pals. Sit down. Yeah, no, but sit it's down. Saying, sit down. Going sit down. You. By the time you read this, hopefully I will have taken and passed my cheesemaker license exam. To become CLE. a cheesemonger, and the name shouldn't be that. I've, I've been, always spoken on behalf of mongers. I've been eligible to take it since September, but have a tendency to procrastinate. Do either of you struggle with procrastinating, and how do you overcome it? My current life goal is to be in the Master's Mark program by the time I'm 40. It takes 12 months of cheese making under a licensed cheesemaker to be eligible to get a license and 10 years of holding a license to get in the master's program, and I turned 29 this summer, which is weird. Wow. Like, you want to do it by your 40, you literally only have months. So Wait, they turn 29 this year by 40? They have yeah. a lot of time. No, it just said you have to get a license and 10 years of holding that license to get into the oh. program. 10 years of holding the license. That's too much. So not That's more than medicine. But it's cheese. It matters way more. Oh, it does make people feel better. Remember the cheese? More that, often. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about this in a second. God, we will. Derail, and you know what I'm going to... So not procrastinating is imperative to meeting that goal. Yep. I look forward to hearing any advice you have on this. Thanks. Your Gouda friend. Uh, it's in there. See? Now you know how hard we work at it. Um, I'm going to do it. Monica A. Lewinsky. Markiniak, that is the most Wisconsin shit, right? Monica Markiniak. Markiniak, aka Momo. P.S. I'd be happy to answer any and all questions you have about cheese and cheese making. <laughs> I have so many. P.P.S. L.O.L. P.P. Sorry, I'm a child at heart. P.P.P.S. Every time Daniel mentions. The area around his cabin, it makes my heart super happy as my grandparents, Barb and Al, lived one block off the north shore of Lake Puckaway, which is in the area, until Uh I was in high school. PPPS should have been a fourth, I think. Okay, this is ridiculous. Uh, I realized I mentioned Daniel twice, but Rory Zero. As a consolation, I included some stickers and temporary tattoos you can share with your daughter. Our mascot's name is Curtis Pipsqueaks. 
she loves us. But she said both many times. Curtis, C-U-R-D. Yep. That's so good. C-U-R-D-I-S. Mm-hmm. Yep. Curtis. Yep. What do you think? All right. These are cool, pretty cool temporary <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> there is a thing about me, whether it's you or anyone else who does it well, that 12-year-old San Diego kid voice will always make me laugh. I was just like, I don't fucking mind, dude. <laughs> I don't know why. It just gets me every time. It's very pleasant. So I was handed multiple bags of cheese curds. That's not fucking fair. Where was this show? Milwaukee? Milwaukee. I did a show in Milwaukee. No one fucking saw well, me. I now, granted, I did yeah, point no. out recently that I don't come out and receive <laughs> gifts, but still. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever said like this before, but it feels right. <laughs> I'll try it. It, this feels really good. Really? Oh, guys. Have you ever skied? Uh, I didn't do it. I, I did it pre-blowing my knee up. This oh, is okay. pretty good. I still like this in the sauna a lot. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not easy to maintain. Oh, really? Well, my feet are slipping. Oh. It does feel good, I'm though. way above my mic. I'm probably out of my headspace. That's okay. Going out of my headspace over you. Okay, any cheese questions? Um, any and all cheese. What is cheese? <laughs> Where's it come from? Curds is what they cut off the top, right? Daniel and I. Curds and whey. Curds and whey. Daniel and I, when we went to the cabin, bought this cheddar, like a pub cheddar kind of. Uh, Did we stop at the mouse house? It ma- I don't re- I, what? Fuck you. I don't remember. You know everything. what? Fuck you. It's not like I said, did we have cabin supremes and play darts? It's similar to that. I remember picking you up, and I really don't and then pu- and putting me that. in the car. <laughs> you good? Tuck your head. Sorry, Jeff. Uh, Daniel picked me up. We went to the mouse house, uh, and uh, he bought this Little cheddar almond. cheese cup, really, with a lid. <laughs> and then later on, I saw him dipping a cracker in it, and I said, let me try that. And it is one of those flavors. It's not good for you. The cheese isn't good for you does make you happy, but still. It's one of those things you can't stop doing. You might not even be hungry. Also, it's one of those things that you can't really put out as an hors d'oeuvre. Cause, Why? Because then people are like, you, you, you have to time it. Because if you're like, hey, put the hors d'oeuvres out, and in 30 minutes we're going to eat. It's like, wait, you just fucked up dinner because everyone is going to be Everybody so full like stands around. on crackers and cheese so that good. the moment you put the food out, everyone's going to be like, I can't even, I can't. Also Have all you the had booze. a Tombstone pizza since? No, but I almost did. I tried to get one on our ski trip in Colorado. And I didn't because, one, I knew my wife wouldn't let me. Uh, number one. But number two, I thought, I don't have a Tombstone oven. And number three, I thought, if it sucks, it will ruin my memory. of yeah, okay. the. So I thought, I should just let that live in its own space. That's fair. And just be like, I don't I don't eat tombstone pizzas. But if I'm at the cabin, I eat a tombstone supreme pizza. Did you know that the process yes. to being a cheese master mark was so ridiculous? It seems wrong. I guess Wisconsin, you maybe they play at a different level. Like what's that? That's like the Yale of cheese. Would you say that? Best guess that if I didn't tell you I was guessing, I think it's so good you would think, Oh, you must be right. You know, I've done that to you before. You've also done it to me. A lot of cheesing Keep involves going. 
aging. Yes, everyone So maybe the reason you need to hold that. your license for 10 years is to be able to prove that you can properly age cheese. I bet that's a good... Uh, he, whether that's right or wrong, that's a good guess. Has to be. Not has to be, but... It is a good guess. Right? Yeah. Because how would they know if you can even do a seven-year sharp cheddar or a yeah. 10-year or whatever? Because yeah. you've, been, you've been doing this for a year and a half. You can't yeah. be in the master's program. Yeah. We have nothing. Yeah. There's no... Uh, in your there is nothing more fun than when you go to a place that legitimately sells cheese. It's always pricey, a legitimate cheese place. But there's one uh, down the street from me. There's one actually pretty close to you. And there's uh, a- another one, uh, Just Say Cheese, over by Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. uh, off Rowena. Yep. When you walk in there and you're like, I don't really know what I want. They are more than happy and willing and ready to go, Try a little slice of that. Like they'll put a little yeah. display together and go try these, and then they talk you through it, and you just are like, the reason why that's such good business mm-hmm. is because every time you taste one, almost always the very first one they give you, your brain just goes, "All right, well, we're buying some of that." Like you don't say it out loud, and you go, no. well, "I'm gonna get some yeah, of that." Yeah, we want more of that. And then that. you go, "Oh, five more." Your brain goes, oh, "I guess we're getting okay. six different cheeses." <laughs> Do you have a favorite cracker? You know, for a while, I was doing those Mary's crackers, that brand Mary's. I'll be honest with you. I only do toasteds. That's 100%. Toasteds are good. That's it. There's a few crackers that I'm fans of, and then there's some that <laughs> really drop the ball. When you do a sandwich. Can I just say, I've hated Triscuits my whole fucking life. Hey, what is the? I don't know. It's like, hey, do you have something that resembles strep throat that I can eat? Right. And they go, here, I have a Triscuit. Right. Was, it should was, just be called strep, edible strep throat. Was shredded wheat not good enough for breakfast that you wanted at snack time? Even At least shredded wheat gets the softening of the milk. This does Triscuit is straight up, right. eat this right. pine cone right. <laughs> with cheese on right. it. And you go, well, the cheese is doing all the lifting. Triscuit is like permanently shitty gingerbread. <laughs> yes. Stale, gin- it's like the stuck. Where did you get these triscuits? The Someone goes, bread. "Those aren't triscuits. That's gingerbread from five years ago. We age it." <laughs> right. I'm in the master. The cheese program. is five years old. That triscuit's five years old. And one of these kids. You're putting. You're you're, you're doing. You ever up. have a stale triscuit? You mean a triscuit? <laughs> But you know, it's so stale. It's like someone going, "Hey, try to bite through this cardboard real quick." And you go, "Well, I can only go this far." And then right. there's no give. Like, yes, that's a stale trisket. Hey, here, look. <laughs> it doesn't break. I have this piece of stucco. <laughs> You're like, tastes like a trisket. Yeah. It was a trisket. It's actually part of the popcorn ceiling. <laughs> this is trisket. <laughs> this is all trisket. Guys, want to sponsor? We will take that out. Honestly, if Triscuits wants to advertise on this show. Um, I, the strep though thing was just. I don't know. A, I, actually, that's I, I don't even know where that came from. Indulging yourself a little bit and putting cheese on a sandwich you're really proud of. What is it? Not. Please don't say cheddar or American. Well, Gouda is probably my favorite. Really, Gouda is one of my favorite cheeses. I love a Havarti. Yeah, I'm into it. Or a Gruyere. Gruyere yeah. is one of those that doesn't melt very well, right? Like people put Gruyere on a burger and it's never like fully opposite. Yeah. Gruyere oh, is a great. Melty? It's a great Gruyere's melty a mega cheese. Melt. It's but like a fondue mean. cheese. Oh, okay. Like it's great in fondue. Yeah, yeah, halloumi. Halloumi. 
Halloumi is such a good cheese, but it's so Squeaky bizarre cheese. how it doesn't melt. You can't even understand. Things that don't melt, you can't even understand. Where are you on blue, tree, blue cheese crumbles? I hate blue cheese. Really? Blue cheese tastes like a basement. Give me a really good blue cheese burger. I hate blue cheese. I do you hate any hate stinky it. cheese, like gorgonzola blue cheese. I, I try. What about a brie? I, try, I like brie, but brie walks a line. Uh, I try a lot like, of different cheese, cheeses. But pretend you're cutting a marshmallow. Yes, and then you, get disappointed because it's not one. Rory, you're are you a provolone guy? Mm. Okay. I will well, say you know, she's not, I will say someone if someone is making like a deli sandwich, provolone does seem to like make the most sense because sometimes people make a really good deli sandwich, and then they put cheddar on it that's a little too sharp, and you go, I love it, but you just dominated the flavor with the cheese. That's why provolone is like. I know how to be a team player. Right. <laughs> I'm not here for the spotlight. Right. I'm here to give you a little tingle of yeah, cheese. Yeah. You're like, oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. A little softening. But I will say, people that put provolone on a Philly cheesesteak, I think, are Satan worshippers, and uh, should, they should be dead. What about <laughs> what about Swiss? I, Swiss is similar to me in that way. In what way? The like provolone on a sandwich. Like if someone said, "Oh, I just made this great like lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, mustard, turkey." Do you want Swiss or provolone? I would go, I, I, feel, I feel the same way about both of them. They're not the same flavor, no. but they give me the same. I think they're the same level of flavor. They're not sharp. I only like Swiss as one of like six components on a sandwich. Yeah. I never, I don't enjoy uh, Swiss when it's like a main yeah. character of any sort of like I agree. thing I'm eating. It's kind of, it feels like a little bit like a mushroom kind of flavor to it. A little bit. I could see that. A little, like something like that. You, you, you but go, cheese whiz on a Philly cheesesteak. You go queso for the table? <sighs> Queso's great. But queso's another dangerous one. Sometimes then the food gets dropped and you go, I can't fucking eat another thing. I just ate a gallon of queso. <laughs> I never understand. I don't know enough about cheese. Chorizo queso. Now you're playing a different game. Ooh, oh, sure. But uh, sometimes they'll bring you the queso. They all call it fucking queso. I guess that, that uh, yeah, yes, it's Spanish for cheese. But sometimes, and it's like three minutes in, you need you need a shovel with the chip because that's not legit. Too, yes, not I legit. agree. Right, it's not legit. it needs to stay runny. It should stay runny. It should. That's yeah. a great question. What? <laughs> They're like, I know how to professionally make cheese. We're like. Why do some restaurants not have it stay runny? <laughs> but do you remember, we talked about this once, why you can never get really, really good nachos anywhere, which isn't true, I know. Somebody, well, what about? But like, you mean a baking, high percentage of not yet. The baking, it's like, oh, good, I'm going to rip this off and rip that off. And do I'm a gonna layer try. of chips, dress it up, do a layer of chips. It re really. I just want drizzled, nachos? runny nacho cheese. I don't want fucking baked Nachos really should, in many ways, be a cousin to a seven-layer dip that you eat with your hands. That is what nachos are supposed to be. Like, wherever I reach in, it shouldn't be like, well, here's all these chips on the bottom and this topping on top. So grab the chip and try to get some. It's like that. Every chip that, that you grab, granted, obviously, it's going to be different, but every chip you grab should be dressed kind of. Like, when you grab, when you go, oh, this whole section over here has no condiments of any kind, no... <laughs> There's no topping of any kind over here. You're like, well, then I think you did it wrong. There should be cheese kind of on all the chips. Like yes. It should have been chips and then chips and then cheese and then chips. That's what I mean, the, the layers. Yes. 
But even still, I just the baking element of what it does to the cheese, I fucking hate it. Yeah. I'm not saying there's a well, good it makes, flavor. It really it. hardens a lot of it. I know. Yeah. I just want a drizz. Yeah. I just want movie theater. Cheese whiz, Ballpark. Dude. Fucking dip it. Get whiz off, without. You know. That's my Philly cheesesteak right there. Whiz without. Whiz without. Whiz without. Um, all right. Thanks for sending this in, Monica. We I don't know how you'd do it, but either one of us are back in the Wisconsin area. Feel free to... Um, bring us any and all cheese or tell us hey come to this place and i'll give you a cheese tasting yeah the center for dairy research yeah i would gladly go and be. i just want you to know the stuff you gave me was good i took it to rochelle a lot of people loved it there as well the dill curds oh mm-hmm. double up oh, oh. Mm. i like them around mm. and smooth. Mm. i don't remember it mm. <laughs> okay we wish you well <laughs> that was such a big hit sir mix a lot right Still has six houses on that hill. Easily. 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 And probably loves cheese. Cheesily. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk. And Brewery Scoville. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.